now listening to the Own Your Pretty Podcast hosted by Kelly B. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe. Since we're back, since we're here, we should have ourselves a new episode. This is the Own Your Pretty Podcast with Kelly B. And I need to tell you something. First of all, coronavirus! And that's it. That's the tweet. That's all that I have. I know. I just blew out the eardrums of my producer just now. But guess what? The COVID is still outside. Just a roaming around in these streets. Y'all been in Miami. Y'all been at house parties. Y'all been in... Tell them Mexico and some more stuff. And guess guess what else is there? The COVID. Just the sitting there. So let me tell y'all what happened, right? And the reason why y'all didn't get an episode last week because I had to quarantine, okay? So I decided, me being grown, I went and went to a little house party. Then the next day I had to go up to the church. And then I went to another little house party. And then I had to go back to the church and all this stuff. And just all in all, I was just around so many people, y'all. And I was eating, okay? I mean all of the food. Give me the everything. I don't care what it is. I want it. So Sunday, right? We get to Sunday. Y'all know that song, When Sunday Comes? Listen, let me tell y'all about Sunday, right? I ate, I went to sleep. I woke up at 1.45 a.m. vomiting, okay? And I vomited so much, y'all, that I literally, like, start started praying, like, Lord, please make it stop. Like, I was, like, I was just so, just everything, right? And I felt so sick, and I'm like, surely I have the coronavirus. Okay, because at this point, that's the only thing that you can have. If you get sick, it's COVID. Don't be, oh, I got the common cold. No, it's Corona. Don't be over, oh, I've been sneezing on my allergies. Is that, ah, it's Corona. It's Corona is what you have. Okay, so I'm over here thinking like, oh my gosh, like I don't feel good. And oh my goodness, I got coronavirus and I can't believe it. I done got exposed. And and now I done, you know, put my family at risk and all this other mess and all that other stuff. Child, I took a test. I don't have corona. And to be honest, I probably threw up because I ate too much. But that's beside the point. The point that I'm going to make is... If you're the one of those people that's like, wear your mask, get your temperature checked, monitor your symptoms, you know, stay away from small gatherings, stay away from people. Oh, I'm one of those people. I, I try to be a little anti in this season because it's COVID. So I'm just trying to be anti. I'm not really trying to be around too many people where I'm only around people that I trust. Honey, if you're going to do it, make sure that it's across the board. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to put a pin in that because I'm going to come back to that. But I also wanted to give y'all an update on your girl. Okay. Let me tell you something. Adulting is definitely not for the faint of heart. Like you definitely have to have a grace to adult in this world. So, but I will tell you that I finally, after what, eight years of having a car 
finally switched my car insurance. And I'm just so happy and pleased because of the simple fact that I was paying y'all. I'm not even going to tell y'all how much I was paying because if I tell y'all how much I was paying, you will probably write me hate mail. Like Kelly, in your right mind, why are you paying that much? I don't know, child. I thought that that's what I was supposed to be paying. And for some reason, when it comes to like leaving things, I don't know if anybody else feels this way. But like when it comes to leaving things, I always have like a problem with leaving things like leaving companies and things like that. Like I'm always just like, you know, like I'll get tired of a specific company or they'll rub me the wrong way, but I won't leave. It's really weird. I don't know why I'm like that, but like it took me a long time to actually switch insurances. But for the simple fact in, in the amount of y'all, I'm not going to tell y'all how much I was paying in car insurance, but like if y'all knew the amount of money that I am now saving I, per month, I am saving a whole nother bill. Here go me. Oh, I got to do this to do that to make this all me. No, no, I actually don't have to because I switched. Same coverage and all. So like, I'm just proud of myself for finally making that decision to switch. It's always like, for me, like when I want to like, you know, like I, I I look at things and I research things. It's like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know if I really want to do it and things like that, but child, <laughs> I decided, okay? I don't know, over this, this week of um, quarantine, C-O-R-N space T-E-E-N, right? So over this week of quarantine, I could definitely say, I have definitely, uh, uh, decided to change a lot about myself and actually like get to a place where I feel like I am taking more control over myself, over my finances and not just doing things because like, oh, well, that's the adult thing to do. That's something that you have to do. Like, no, it's actually things that I'm doing because like, no, I want the best bargain. I want the best stuff. And I want to do this because this is what makes sense at this time right that's basically what I'm doing right now like just making sure like um you know just doing doing the things that I'm supposed to but making it all make sense you know what I'm saying because being out here and being an adult first of all is it's a it's a journey in itself okay especially when you're the kind of adult that just came to the realization that you're gonna go for your side D honey it's a whole thing yes I am going to go up all the way up and become Dr. Brown. I am so excited about that because that was something that honestly, I thought I was just going to stop at therapists and just, you know, master's degree and just kind of just let it ride with that. But to be honest, I, I want to go all the way up. I want to be Dr. Brown. And I'm saying this to you guys because I really want y'all to hold me accountable. Make sure like, okay, you apply for that program, girl. Okay. Like I need for y'all to do that for me. Okay. Because I am out here just trying to collect all of the coins that are available as well as as long as Joe Biden is president and he about to wipe all of these student loans, baby, I'm going back and I'm getting another degree. You heard me. Now, let's see how much he he really planned on wiping out. You know, now you gonna you gonna wipe out the whole thing. or You just going to take a chunk. OK, well, if you take a chunk. What's the chunk? You know what I'm saying? Thirty thousand for me could do me good, to be completely honest. You know that could that could you know that could knock me down. You know what I'm saying? So, you let me know. Call me later. And that is 
where I've been just and then on top of that also standing up for myself I think one of the main reasons why it was always hard for me to leave certain things and certain uh situations was because like I just didn't have it in me to stand up for myself and to say like when something is right or when something rubs me the wrong way like no stand up and say that like you know if something rubbed you the wrong way say that like instead of you know you taking it and you harvesting those feelings but and then I know like for me like I always try to put it in a place where it's not a, I don't want things to be a public spectacle like I don't want them to I don't want everybody in the business so that's one of the main reasons why I'm just I'm really if I have a a a art if you will, with my, with my brother, with my fellow man, with my fellow human. Like I, I always try to like, okay, well, let me just make sure that I'm, I'm doing something to, to put this person in a place where only me and that person can have a conversation. So that is something I'm actually really proud of myself that I actually stood up for myself. Um, and I'm standing up for myself. So, you know, there's that. So boom, shakalaka. So with this whole COVID scare, honey, I mean, when I tell you, I just knew, I was like, guess what I got, y'all? I got the COVID. I kn- I just knew it. I was like, I just knew. I just, I just have it. Come to find out I don't. But so what? Because the purpose of this is to practice what you preach. If you're one of those people out there that's talking about, oh, you need to be safe. You need to wear a mask. Put your mask up, up um, above your your um, your um nose because, you know, we love to see the people with their mask below their nose. Or <laughs> we'll even see some people who pull their mask down to listen. I, it's, it's like what, you can't listen. Your ears. It's, I, listen with your ears, not your mouth, your ear. I, okay no problem but it's for some strange reason like you see those people that do that too or you see people who say things like oh well COVID isn't real it's it's a myth it's you know it's it's just the government's way of trying to control us and which is just so bizarre but you know or or it's the government's way of trying to get us to eventually get a vaccine so that they could chip us but my whole thing about getting chipped is don't you have a cell phone you have a self that fool. They know where you at right now. You're not doing anything that that they can't get access to you. Okay, even if you have a burner phone, a burner phone has a chip, and a chip can lead to you. So what I'm saying is, stop it. Okay, so practicing what I preach even goes down to. You know, when you when I when I go out and I'm and I'm sharing things with people, you know, especially like for people who are like motivational and inspirational and things like that, we can go and we can say things like go do strive. But if that's not what we're doing, then why are you saying the things that are anti you? If you're telling me that these are the things that I should do in my life. I should start that 501c3. I should start that website. I should do this and I should do that and all those other different things. But these aren't the things that you're doing for yourself. Then why should I listen to you? You know what I'm saying? But then we, because we're on social media, we have such a great way of placing it in someone else's like feed that this is what I'm doing with my life. My life is great. Right. But the majority of the time, it's like 
okay, yeah, you doing that. But at the same time, when the lights are off and when the cameras aren't on you, are you still doing that same thing? Because I know a couple people who caught a couple preachers in a, you know what I'm saying? In a place where they probably weren't supposed to be. And that's not saying like, you know, well, that's something that you shouldn't do. I'm just saying practice what you preach. Okay. Like that's it. Like if, if, if you're going to preach holiness, then that's who you should be. Now understand holiness is not long skirts and, and all white on communion uh, or uh, uh, isn't communion Sunday at all. Actually, it's not, it's not, but it is to be like God because the Lord said to, to be holy for I am holy. Right. And God ain't, God ain't wearing all white on first Sundays y'all. He's just not. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I know I just messed up with a lot of people's theology just now, but he's literally not. And then on top of that, like also think about like the people who say things like, I love those girls um, on social media. Those girls who are like the girl power, girl boss, girl babes kinds of girls. Those ones are always really funny because, or, or they always are, are super funny to me because the majority of the time, those are the girls who are like, you know, uh, uh, trying to, to do all of these like women empowerment things. But the majority of the time, they're the mean girls. And that happens a lot. And the reason why I'm talking about like even things like that is because that honestly, that was never me, but could have been me. So, like, I've never been that girl who, like, I would be like, oh, we all just have to love each other. But then I, like, you know, hate the next 10 girls that's going to walk past me. No. But at the same time, for me, like, I was always, and I've always been that person to always try to solve an issue. And if I can't solve the issue, then let's just agree to disagree. It's going to break my heart because I want to be around you because I, you know, because maybe I believe that you can bring some sort of value to my life. But at the same time, like, I we got to get to a place where it's okay to disagree and and to dis, you know what I mean? Like instead of just trying to enforce and place everybody in your life and keep everybody in your life. No, let's properly place people where they belong, you know? So being a mean girl for me would be the whole, you see somebody, you talk to them, but you also talk about them. I feel like if you are cool with someone, you should not have a conversation about them that is absent their knowledge. They should know, you know, okay, well, this is this is what's going on right now. You know, this is how I feel, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't have a conversation with someone who who doesn't really know exactly what you're saying to them or about them when they're not in the room because that's not fair. That's not fair. And to me, that's a mean girl. And to me, that is the place where it's like, you know, that's where you have to practice where you preach, what you preach. So keeping everything, you know, all on the same level playing field. I don't really know if I like the saying keeping it 100 because to be completely honest, I don't think that most people keep it 100. I, I I personally don't like I don't I don't believe that most people keep it a hundred. I know that that probably is gonna mess with a couple of you um, as well. But I think that just keeping everything on the same level playing field, like instead, like let's just like the same the same Kelly that you're gonna get on this podcast is the same Kelly that you would get if we went to brunch. It's the same Kelly that you're gonna get when we go to church. It's the same Kelly you're gonna get 
just period. Like I'm not going to, I, I don't, I cannot shape shift. You know what I mean? If you were to schedule a life, a life coaching consultant, a consultation with me, I don't know why I couldn't say that word just now. If you're going to set up a life coach consultation with me, which you can do if you click the link in my bio on a, on your pretty ink page on Instagram, shameless plug. But if you were to book a consultation with me, the same way that I'm able to speak to you on the podcast is the same way that I'm going to speak to you, you know, when we actually sit down and have that conversation with each other about whatever it is that you want to talk about. You know, you're going to get that same person. So, and I think that that's what the draw is. The draw is being consistent. When some people say that the authenticity is the draw, I think the draw is the consistency, to be completely honest. Because if you're one of those people who were like up and down, and then sometimes you're like this, and then sometimes you're like that, it's like that's those are the a double minded man is unstable in all of his ways. But those are usually the people who, you know, don't get the draw because it's like, you know, you're one way one day and then you're another way the next. Who do I know when I when I've hit you up that you're going to be, you know? So I, the the best part about even down to like my walk of faith, y'all, even down to my walk of faith, my walk of faith is consistent. Okay, that's what I'm what am I giving God consistency? That's what I'm giving him. There's going to be times where I'm going to fall off and everything, but Lord, I want to get back to my consistency. It's the purpose. So taking it back to making sure that whatever it is that you're, you're putting out there is what you preach to do that, do that. If you're one of those people who feel like, you know, I, I, you know, I say these things because they're buzzwords and I say these things because they sound good. Just say that just say that just don't be out here trying to promote health and no you you everything but healthy don't do that don't do that like just let's just not do that let's normalize since y'all love that word let's normalize okay doing and being consistent in our behavior Let's normalize being consistent in our behavior. And it's okay to be consistent. Be consistent, man. The majority of the time, the reason why a lot of people's relationships don't even get off of the ground is because of inconsistency. Why is this person now changing? Because their behavior isn't consistent. And you haven't invested enough time in in emotion and that person hasn't invested in you enough emotionally I don't know why I'm saying this y'all but that person hasn't invested enough into you emotionally and that's the reason why now you're at a place where it's like why isn't this person giving me what they gave me in the beginning because they're not consistent they're not they're not consistent even if you were consistent if you're in a place where somebody else is inconsistent then to be completely honest it's always going to fail Listen, sis, if he's inconsistent, let him go. And I know I probably sound like I'm all over the place, but I feel it's in my spirit to talk about this. If he's inconsistent, sis, let him go. He showed you everything that you needed to know. Listen, if if, if the same thing that he, okay, you can go in and ask those questions and, you know, be open. I um, highly suggest, especially when it comes to relationships and trying to build with someone, 
Um, I always suggest make sure that you write them a letter. Tell them exactly how you feel. Tell them the parts where it's like, you know, when you do this, this hurts me or this triggers me or this, you know, this makes me feel like this. And express your emotions to someone. But then at the same time, like make sure that you watch their behaviors as well. So if you say everything that it is that you want to say and that you that you you know you feel the need to say and to get off of your chest and to express yourself but that person isn't giving you a a response that warrants or that says that okay I'm going to try to um to to kind of like mold into what we could become you know, in order to make our relationship work and to make it better. Girl, stop wasting your time. Stop wasting your time. What's the point? What's the point? I what? I'm gonna I'm setting up here trying to convince you you're gonna love me. Uh uh-uh. uh. The devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. Jesus loves me. I don't have to convince you to love me. <laughs> what? That's dumb. I got all this free love out here. And and I got to convince you to love me. Uh-uh. You and your inconsistencies can go on somewhere. Gone? Gone somewhere? You and your inconsistency can go on somewhere. Okay? So that was a slight pivot. But the purpose was, for me saying all of that, was practice what you preach. So if I'm going to give that sort of relationship advice to somebody which I feel like is top tier. Okay, listen, like if I'm going to give somebody relationship advice, these are the things that I would take into a potential relationship that I would have. Here's the thing. I still don't have a man. However, God is still good. Okay. He still sits on the throne and he's still a good God. Listen, I'm trying to tell you, he still loves me so, and I love him, but it's just me and him. You know, I'm not splitting my time between, you know, having a podcast and, and then going and, you know, having a ma- No, I'm not. It's literally just me. And you know what? That's fine. Okay. I'm not bitter. It's like, no, nah, for real. I'm, I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> I, no, seriously, like I, I love um, I love this this place in this um, space in my life right now where like I'm just kind of at a point where I'm just like, uh, I don't really know if I want my I don't know if I want my peace to be disturbed right now. I mean, that that sounds weird, but I don't know. I'm 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 cool where I'm at, you know, do kind of wish that like I did have someone to go to um, the the igloo restaurants in D.C. with. So if you're in the area, you want to hit me up, let's go because they are mad cute. They are. They're so cute. And like, I really want to go. And it's such a cute like date night scene because they have the lights and the flowers and the candles and everything. And yet. Listen, because I'll take myself, okay? So if y'all bluffing, if y'all really want to go, let me know. But if y'all bluffing, then guess what? I'm just going to go ahead and go by myself. That's fine. So, but the same thing that I'm saying to you in regards to a relationship is the same thing that I would take into a relationship myself. I would take the same methodologies. I would take the same ideology. Like, you know, okay, well, let's take this and let's do this. Like, I would definitely 
feel, um, I honestly, I feel better after I write things down for people. When I write things down, um, letters or to friends or anything like that. Sometimes I have to actually say it verbally, but then some other times I take it and I write it down and I send it to the people how I feel because I want for you to know these are the things that are on my mind. And if you could just like, just, just, you know, tell me exactly how you feel. I do not like when people say things like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Why are you apologizing for my feelings? You can't apologize for my feelings. And then on top of that, you can't apologize for how you made me feel. Because if you had control over how you were going to make me feel, then you then I wouldn't have felt that way. But because you don't control my emotions, this is something that I am doing, then no, like this is just something that I have to work through. But what you can do is you can give me reassurance of how you feel. You can give me reassurance. You can, you know, you know, my love language, one of, well, all of the love languages are my love language, but one of my top love languages besides physical touch is um, words of affirmation. You could tell me who I am to you. You know what I mean? Like, those are the things that, like, I feel. But, like, you know, just the whole I'm sorry you feel that way. It's, it's just so, it's such a, like, a way to get out of things. And I don't like that. So, one of the things that, like, I was thinking about um, when I was um, getting ready to record today was talking about being grateful without an expectation. At this portion of my life, I am so very grateful for everything that I have, everything that I am, and everything that I'm becoming, and everything that I'm already am. Like I'm I'm so grateful and I'm at a place where I had to learn how to not try to frustrate myself into a miracle. Like I had to learn how to th- to think like, you know, well if I'm good enough then I can get this or I can you know what I mean? Like you know how like when you're when you're a kid that, you know, and and this is honestly is something I need to stop doing especially with my nephew. Well, if you do this then you'll get this. If it, it's like it's almost as if we take it as if our life works off of a reward system. We even make it as if salvation is of a reward system if you if you do this if you're a good person then you'll go to heaven let me tell you something and I'm getting ready to bust a lot of people's buttons all good people are not going to heaven some good people might be going right to the pit of hell oh yes no it does that's not what it determines that is not what it is okay so I know like for me right now, like one of the things that like I was battling with was like, yo, what am I not doing? What am I not getting right? What am I not like I was doing that a lot, like and really trying to figure out like, OK, God, am I not doing something? Am I missing something? Am I am I, am I on the hamster wheel Lord, what am I not doing? But knowing that because of his sovereignty And because he's God and he does what he wants to do when he wants to do it. And he does it for the people that he wants to do it for, honey. I took my hands off. And let me tell y'all something. I have been living probably a month of not having worry. 
I'm serious. And it has been, I like this kind of living. Worryless living. I don't worry about my future because I know who holds my future. I don't worry about what's going to happen next for me because I know who is already there, who's not living in the past anymore, but living in the present with me and has already gone to my future and created it to be something so beautiful. So I know that these are the things that I I have to look forward to. And I'm not going to allow for worry to hold me in a place where I know that I don't belong. That's where I've been. That is where I've been. Living in a world and living in a, a, a life that is absent worry. And y'all, when I tell y'all, this is probably the most peace in my, the, the, this is probably, this has probably been the place where I have had the most peace in my mind. Because I don't worry. I don't worry about what's happened next, what's going to happen next. I do what I'm supposed to do. So I put in the work that's required. But at the same time, I'm not going to continue to frustrate myself into a miracle. Because if I have to work for it, then that means that it's no longer a miracle. So I had to get to a place where I allow for God to be God. Listen, if you're going to do it, then you do it. But it's something that I can't do. So I'm going to, I'm okay, you do it. So that's something that like I had to get to. And I know for a fact that there are people that are out there who feel the same exact way, which is the... Yeah, they've been frustrating themselves into a miracle. And yeah, they've been, you know, having this expectation for, you know, for things to happen in their life. And I'm, I'm waiting for it and I'm waiting for it. And it's like, but what if you just live your life and know that whatever is for you, it's going to happen for you? How about that? How about you just live your life knowing that the blueprint of your life has already been created? Long before you had a had a body, it was already created for you. Right. So with this blueprint that was already created for you, then that just means this. Whatever is supposed to happen in your life is going to happen. So don't you dare try to frustrate yourself into doing something out of the timing that it's supposed to be in. Y'all, I can't even begin to to let y'all know how grateful I am that I did not purchase a house last year. So grateful. And when I tell you I was that person that was like, I got to get this house. I got to do this. I got to do that. I mean, (laughs) okay. Frustrated myself into a miracle. Okay. And once I took my hands off of it and I, then the worry went away, it's going to happen when it's supposed to. And I'm going to be, and I'm, and I'm way more grateful now because I have way more wisdom. One of the things that the Lord has said to me, um, in, in a time of my meditation was this next move is going to require wisdom. So we're not just going to be able to just move into a place and just think like, oh, everything is just going to fall into place. No, you're going to move into a place and it's going to require other smaller moves that's going to happen. So you have to have wisdom and not rushing. And that's basically where I've been. I'm, I'm not rushing anymore. I'm using wisdom. And I love that. I love it here. I'm using wisdom and not worrying. A worryless life and practicing what I preach. So I promise you, everything that I write... It's what I experience. Everything that I talk about on this po- this podcast, it's what I experience. It's my life. 
Okay, I'm not going to say anything to nobody that I'm not doing. If I'm telling you to wash your hands, I'm washing my hands. If I'm telling you to wear a mask, I'm wearing a mask. If I'm telling you to avoid small gatherings, I'm avoiding small gatherings. Okay, I'm not just going to be one of those those influencers that say things to people, but then don't do what it is that they're saying. I promise you I'm not. Okay. I promise you, and that's the same thing that I want for you to do. Practice what you preach, okay? Because the Rona is out here lurking around these corners, seeking who they may devour. <laughs> so, just know, your girl over here, mm-hmm, everything that I'm saying is what I am living. And I'm proud of that, and I'm grateful for myself, and I'm proud of myself for doing that. I love you. So, this is the Own Your Pretty Podcast, and I hope you stay tuned. Thank you for listening to the Own Your Pretty Podcast. Own Your Pretty Inc. is a nonprofit organization dedicated to the enhancement of women to create avenues to help them step boldly into their purpose. This organization is about taking what most would think was trash and turn it into a story. Be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe.